0: achieve our full potential your journey to transformation begins right now let's do this all right ladies let's do this this is part two of an amazing conversation i am so excited i'm tracy harrell we are authors all of us are authors in an upcoming book called ignite happiness nate i'm gonna have you show the um now i'm gonna have you show the video or excuse me the Slide show slide today, which is the book cover. Ignite happiness, ladies. Introduce yourself. I, um, are you showing the showing it? Nate, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, then yes, awesome. I'm um, I'm seeing. I don't know what I'm seeing on the screen. Um, what I love most about this is we have all decided to pursue joy, but also help others to ignite happiness in their lives. So I want each of you to do another introduction of yourselves, I know we just did another past hour but I'm gonna have you introduce yourself because it's a fresh fresh new recording and tell us from an action perspective, we ended the last show talking about actions. So now we're gonna start from where we ended and, and each of you shared something pretty special about the action that you would recommend someone take So Let's go, let's start from there say your name, and then clarify what recommendations would you share with someone, everyone, to ignite happiness in their lives? Go ahead, Rebecca.
1: Okay, I will start. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am Rebecca Blust. I am the founder of Positive Thinking Revolution, and I am a self-proclaimed positive change agent. I love helping people be successful. And what I talked about earlier is um, I believe that having a gratitude practice of some sort is a way to get out of that negative bias, that feedback loop that we often have and interrupt it. It and change it to something that is positive, something that you're grateful for. So that's what I recommended that people do. And we had all kinds of different ideas on how to have a gratitude practice. Um, we have, you can have a journal, you can have one person talked about having a big sticky note by their garage when they leave and then the family writing on it. Um, you can write a letter to someone who has done something amazing for you in your life and then either send it or read it to them. There's all different types of ways that we can, um, practice gratitude and what it does is it interrupts that negative feedback loop
0: that we have uh that we have not been able to evolve out of i i love that i love it so what we're doing in this show is we are being very practical We can talk about happiness we don't want to be i mean we're pretty happy but i think the way we landed in the last show is it's by choice we're taking we're being very intentional about our happiness each of us have a story to tell where we have not always been happy right or at least least we've had circumstances in our lives that could um easily manifest things other than joy most times we've chosen joy stacy why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are real quick and then What advice would you share with others to ignite happiness? Hi,
2: thanks for having me. I am Stacey Yatesseller, and I started Happier by the Minute, where I break down the research and the rigor of positive psychology. Um, into bite-sized morsels, like one minute videos. So that's why it's happier by the minute. And, um, and I use positive psychology and conscious parenting to coach families. Uh, I would call myself a happiness hacker, a child whisperer, and a conscious parenting coach. So let's see what, you want my tip? Let's see, what's my tip? I think it's just, again, we've talked so much about your words matter and what you say to yourself. And so if you need tips outside to let yourself know, then write um, on your mirror, um, uh, I am enough. I am enough is one of the most powerful things that you can tell yourself every morning and every evening. Mm,
0: I love that. I love that, we'll come back to that for sure. That is so beautiful. Tracy Stone, introduction as well. Introduce yourself and then share with us, what advice would you share with someone? Oh my God, a hummingbird is right above my head. Oh my God, I'm happy. Do you, do you see, I, I'm not only, not only am I here with my lilies that are six and a half feet tall, uh, but I have hummingbird feeders all over because they bring me joy. And I just had to pause and take a moment because that's another thing that we can do strategically. We decide, go out in nature, look at a blooming flower, watch the birds, the breeze, et cetera, you know, butterflies. Choose joy. It's it's here for the taking. Tracy Stone, what do you have to say about that?
3: Oh, Tracy, well, first of all, it's a magic word. You just used. choice. Hi everybody, I'm Tracy Stone. I am a rapid transformational therapist, hypnotherapist, I'm a coach, and I am here to help people embrace the life that they want to get rid of their limitations and really start living the way you want to. Um, the thing for me, if I think of those actions, when I talk about choice is when we're not happy, we're in a place where we feel we have no choices. I don't think that probably anybody has ever been really in the doldrums, really depressed, really low, and actually felt they had choices, right? So it's teaching ourselves to find choice in everything. And there always is, even in the worst situations. Sometimes the choice that you have is how you choose to talk to yourself about it. Sometimes the choice is how you choose to say what you are going to change, what you want to happen. It may not even be that you have a choice about the thing that's being done to you but there's a choice somewhere and we have to become accountable for finding what that choice is and then making our way towards it because once you identify the choice you can make your way towards it and there's always a choice to be found
0: i i love that so we literally have planned to do this happiness conversation for one hour i do my show now from two to three and from three to four pacific standard time the conversation was so rich and so deep and so awesome. I was like, you know what, my three to four. fortunately, I produce the show and host the show, so I get to decide. So we just simply decided there's so much juiciness here. There's so much awesome, amazing content here. Oh, so excited. Okay, so now we're going to go a little deeper because, again, this show, I, I again, my vision is very clear. I say we use technology, community, and positive psychology to help good people do great things. I'm looking at this hummingbird. He's back. He knows, he knows that we're doing a show about happiness, and he just wants me to get so super excited, as if my blooming stargazer lilies are not enough, and the pink lilies behind me, as if this is not all enough. I don't know if you can see this one, too. Mm. I need hummingbirds to just fly in front of me. So excited!
2: <laughs> Three of You're them. You're like a Disney character right now. Know. You know, you've got like the little bird landing on your shoulder. <laughs>
0: I, again, you know what, let, let me because, let me tell you what my honey told me about my garden. So I am here in my garden. It's amazing. It really is. Um, but my honey said, Tracy, it, he weeds for me. He's like, you don't even see the weeds. You're right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see the weeds. And, and if I do see weeds, they're the ones that have flowers. And then I think they're flowers and I don't find them at all. Like, so we choose. That is a choice that I make. So we can weed out the good stuff or you can weed out the weeds. Right, I weed out the weeds, and of course, if you have a lily in your yard that's six and a half feet tall, it's kind of hard to avoid this, right? But mm-hmm. I also, again, it just oh, this just opened two days ago. I had these little unopened lilies that have been there growing, it got pretty tall pretty quick. But it, you know, these just opened literally three days ago. So, this is this is joy, pink ones everywhere, but these are my favorites. So I got pretty excited about this, mm. it's a choice. Right. We surround ourselves with choice, with, with joy. We, we get to choose. We get to ignite happiness. I love the sound of the book. So one of you said earlier, and I, and I love this, you spoke about, um, you said happiness is from the inside. It's an inside out job. Things are going to happen in your exterior. Let's talk about that, ladies, because we know COVID-19, there's a pandemic happening. Many of us are unemployed or on unemployment or underemployed. There's drama happening like people have never experienced before so our external situation may be a madhouse I call it shenanigans Mm -hmm. how do we get to leverage our internal power ignite happiness from the inside out so I'm going to go to Rebecca I think you were the one who said that but anyone who wants to speak on that topic you're more than welcome
1: yeah so um because we're human beings and we live on this world, we are always going to have things come up, challenges. It just, it just will. You're not going to, I mean, it'd be great if you could live a life of unicorns and butterflies, right? Or hummingbirds, <laughs> hummingbirds and lilies. <laughs> but, well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> things will happen. And so it's how you respond to what's happening, right? It is your response. It is what you're saying to yourself. It's what your, it's your inner dialogue and you can choose to be happy. And I know that sounds, especially if you're in a situation that is not happy that there's like, whatever, there's no way, right. I can't choose that, but there there's a, I don't know if you guys know the gentleman, Victor Frankl, or, you know, about his book, mm-hmm. right? Like he was in a horrible situation, right? He's in the Holocaust. He's in a concentration camp, you know, everyone he knows it, you know, is, doesn't make it. And he said, that's one of the freedoms that we have is we get to choose our attitude. We get to choose how we feel. And even though I know like if you're in a situation where you're like, oh, but it's true. You can choose it. You can choose to find the joy. You can choose to find something to be grateful for. And it empowers you when you realize that it's not outside of you. It's not like who this person is saying or doing or what that or what's happening. And that it's actually in you. Like you are empowered. Then you get to have the power versus waiting for something to happen or change.
0: Mm, I love so, that. How cool is it? Tracy Stone, you said something about you talk a lot about choices. We all do. Right. So tell mm-hmm. us a bit more about she's talking about making a choice to basically you're choosing power. You're choosing happiness. You're choosing joy. Yeah. And, no matter and what's Re- happening around you.
3: Rebecca, I could hug you for for bringing up the subject earlier. And now I love it. I talk to so many clients about exactly what you said. Happiness is an inside job. Now, for me personally, and I want to bring this back a little bit to Tracy, what you were saying in the last hour, I know some people may not have been there for that, but uh, you said, you know, not everybody is on this happy pill that we're all on. Not everybody is going to think this is achievable. They'll think, you know, you guys have something different going on and it's just not approachable. Um, I have been to that dark place that Stacey and Rebecca have talked about twice in my life. And... It's through realizing what the tools are that I need to get through that, that I know that this is so achievable.
0: Okay, so pause. So, so I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pause you. So um, again, we do have another show that we just did, but for those who didn't watch, I need for you to tell us the question that I asked and we were running out of time, so I didn't get to ask you. So I'll, I'll re-ask you that question. I asked these ladies, again, I'm choosing joy. I'm in front of lilies, hummingbirds <laughs> flying around on my shoulders here, but, my question was, and in my story, I talk about horrible experiences that I had, and my my triumph was that I was joyful during them. How exciting is that? I mean, I feel like I feel like a superwoman because I, I found this power. So, but but the question that I asked everyone, and I, and Tracy, you didn't get to ask it. I mean, answer it. But I said, tell us about a time when you weren't happy. Tell us about a traumatic dark time when you weren't happy? And what did you do to move out of it? This show is all about bridging the gap between knowing a thing and doing a thing. So what did you do? Tell us about so yeah, real it's, it's example. Not,
3: it, and it's not about having this natural ability that you're born with necessarily to to be able to see the bright side of everything. Sometimes it's a muscle that you have to develop. And that's the critical thing. It's learning that it is a muscle that I can develop. Maybe it's not one I've yet developed but it's there. And I have the choice to develop it. Now, how I, the realization is about realization, I guess, for me, the realization that I had in from both of those times that I hit that low point was that happiness is an inside job. When I give away the responsibility for my happiness to somebody else, I also give them the power to take my happiness away. Why would I do that? And as soon as you bring that responsibility back to yourself to realize I have accountability for my own happiness. I have to put myself first in the right ways and I have to do things, believe things, change things to make myself happy. And it's only when I do that, that I'm strong enough to make others around me happy that it gives me all the survival tools that I need. And I'm not giving away the power from my happiness to somebody else, because that's what I did in both of those times. Mm, and as soon so as now, I felt my happiness was gone, I felt that there was no survival. There was nothing for me.
0: So both of these ladies, just a um, uh, spoiler, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the first show, they both said that they felt suicidal before. They, they felt like, Rebecca, real quick, you said you felt like you were, you were strike, striking for your job. You were going through a divorce it was too much tell us real quick about that. And then Stacy, Tracy, I want you to also be specific. What was the exact low point? So real quick, um, Rebecca, real recap, real quick recap and then what you did.
1: Yeah I, you can share with others. yeah. I was in a really dark place. A lot of external things were happening and I allowed myself to believe what the outside world was saying i'm not worthy i'm a bad person i'm not lovable i'm a failure and it put me in a place that was very very dark where i wanted to be done i want it out i just didn't want to deal with the pain anymore uh, out, of and, and out of life out of life yeah to be blunt yes i want it out of life
0: yeah you said it's too much and, and, and I think, um, Nathan, you, you you put up the suicide hotline for us because we had Dr. Jerry Bird Tart on with us for the first hour. It's 1 800 273 8255. If you're looking at a show that's about happiness and you're like, help me, I'm so beyond not happy, there are resources out there. And the recommendation is to get professional help. There's free resources, there's hotlines out there. Um, you know, Dr. Tart talked about the difference between just feeling bad because things are non-optimal right now versus habitually feeling depressed and feeling like you just can't get out of bed and you can't, you know, do, you don't want to continue. Like these ladies have said, they've all kind of been in a place where they didn't want to continue. And now they're writing books about happiness. This mm-hmm. too can be you because they exercise the muscle they realize some things and that's what we're talking about today that's what we're sharing with you is practical applications of what you can do to ignite happiness in your life they're happy now but they're basically being pretty honest Mm -hmm. right it has not always been the case ladies i'll let you continue tracy did i interrupt you
3: no rebecca are you
0: yeah go ahead tracy yeah you're
3: okay okay Mm -hmm. so i think from my from my backstory i have given Too much of myself over to other people in particular to romantic relationships and they weren't working out and they didn't work out and um, just one extreme low point was realizing that the person that i thought that i could trust uh, had uh, remortgaged my home had stolen the contents of my home had taken my dog uh, had Not the basic... dog. Yes. Yes. Is my mouth still open? My in baby. Shock?
1: Yes. That's like stealing your child.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, and it got worse from there. And I recall. Worse than that. Worse than that. But you know, I won't terrorize people with all of those memories. <laughs> but let's just say it was it was the lowest point that I had ever reached, and I recall being in my car. Driving down a road, seeing a, a double-decker bus coming towards me on the other side and thinking, I'm ready for that. And ready was just ready to veer the car over thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. And I know there's a lot of people out there that have felt those things. Now, when you feel those things, when you're in that moment, it totally feels insurmountable. But knowing, hopefully, the people who are listening to you today, knowing that there are so many other people who have felt those same things because you feel at that time nobody understands, right? You're on your own and nobody understands. It's not true. There are so many other people that have been there and find the way out from it. And once you find the way out from it, you always have those skills, and once you take back that choice, realizing that I get to choose what my life is. And if I am choosing to be in that place, to be in that feeling, then that's what's going to be for me. Mm. So it's, it's, again, about finding the choice. It's about realizing that I can't pin my happiness on somebody else because they can take it away. I get is, to that, make myself happy.
0: That is so, it's so perfect. So each of you have shared some really low points. And and what I wrote about in my happiness story, um, and I, I got to tell you, you know, I am not the tell my business kind of girl. <laughs> so the fact that these editors with Ignite Happiness had me telling this part of the story and going really deep is amazing. Mm-hmm. So what I can tell you is, there's a line in my, in my uh, story where, I, where I, talk about, I talk about the experience. I actually say, the last three years of my life have been the most terrifying, traumatizing, dehumanizing, minimizing, sometimes belittling, often numbing, saddening, maddening, and downright awful of my entire 50 years of existence. Wow. I experienced fears worse than dying. During the same time period, I have also experienced what I can easily describe as the most liberating, optimizing, energizing, redemptive, sometimes restorative, often therapeutic, meaningful, transformative, and downright joyful years of my life. I've experienced happiness greater than I ever imagined. This is a bit of that, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times kind of a thing. This is how my story is. Again, I'm going to read two two other sentences for you. I said it was awful because I was forced to come face to face with some of my greatest fears and my deepest insecurities. You know, the fears and insecurities that you don't share, typically share with others, and you don't really even want to admit to yourself. Mm-hmm. It was joyful because I had the opportunity to get to know myself myself. On a deeper level, I was challenged to reconnect to my core values, and it allowed me to tap into a wellspring that grounded me and allowed me to flourish. Bottom line, I was able to tap into these bigger than me moments. That's kind of where this whole bigger than me movement started, right? I had been, I go back to, to childhood where I talk about an experience where I um, faced off with the bully. It did the end well for me but I felt so amazing. I felt like a champion because I had tapped into my core values. I was fighting for justice and it was amazing. And then I go on to some corporate bullies that I experienced. I actually got laid off and the day I got laid off was the happiest day of my life, literally, because once again, I was fighting corporate bullies. I was fighting for these, you know, for justice. That's one of my core values is justice and progress. I was fighting to, you know, achieve racial equity and inclusion in business. With amazing people, good people, wonderful individuals. I thought they just didn't get it. And what I realized is that I know I was putting myself in jeopardy. Yes. Was I still shocked when I got laid off? Yes. But halfway through that process, halfway through my termination session, I smiled. I cried these tears of joy that were like this emotional breakthrough. Because it was, once again, it was a corporate bully. And I felt like I had done everything I was supposed to do. And this is the way I would want to go out. Like, if I'm going to go out, it has to be like this. So did that steal my joy? It didn't. It ignited my joy. Mm -hmm. For the first time, I felt like I could actually feel my feelings, right? Because I've been bullied before, bullied as a child. And when someone's bullying you, the last thing you want to do is kind of like give them any fuel. So I used to kind of stuff my feelings, right? You don't don't Mm -hmm. show any response. You just let the bullies, hopefully they're going to go away. And so, you know... After this experience, it was a catharsis. So I was happy all along, even though during the the bullying, during the shenanigans, during the injustices, during the racial inequity, during all that stuff, I was still happy because you know what? I was I had tapped into my core values. So when I think about what I put into my chapter, as far as the action steps, I'm gonna ask each of you to talk about those as well. But I talked about tapping into your core values. So if you know what is true for you, it doesn't matter what's happening around you. So Stacy, you you do work with, with women, uh, parents, parenting. Mm-hmm. And God knows, I know a lot of women are struggling right now, having to homeschool and work from home. Like yeah. major stress, major trauma, actually, you know, even it could be described as such. So, it, What advice would you tell women on how to tap into their core values? These bigger, my bigger than me moments, by the way, Tracy, you talked about the breathing. Each of you talked about breathing. It's a, that's a bigger than me moment as well. In that moment, if you are true to yourself and true to your core values and you breathe for, you know, four counts in, hold it for four and four counts out, you, you can retain peace, you get to bring back your joy. You get to, to ignite happiness. So so Stacey, tell us a little bit about advice that women, parents- well, let, me, men- let me
2: step back to advice that you can give that that is for anyone. Because I think one of the things when we say choose happiness is it might scare people to think, well, I really don't feel like I have a choice. And I think, and you know, I'm gonna tie it in with the awareness and your thoughts, Because one of the reasons we stay or we are in that place is because somehow it's serving us to be a victim. It's serving us to be, um, we kind of enjoy being a victim and being uh, kind of a drama queen. That was me. And it was just easier. It was easy. It was easy. It was what I learned um, as I was younger. Um, And if you have any sentence that begins with, you know, because he, because my mom, because my dad, because my husband, because my boss, those are all victim sentences, you know, so start being aware of those because you can turn anything around into, you know what, because my boss was a jerk, that's why I'm feeling mad. You know what, you can say because my boss is a jerk. I'm realizing that I want to do something different. That's what happened to me. You know, my boss and I did not align. And when he said, you know, I'm not here to make people happy, I'm here to make good financial decisions, I was like, I could have gone and whined about him. I enrolled in a positive psychology class that week and said, you know what? I need to be around like minded people. It's not about him. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I'm not right. He's, I'm not better than him. It just, It's not, we're not in line anymore. And I will say that one of the things, the simplest things that you can do in addition to writing, I am enough on my mirror, (laughs) is also stay, get out of this, the victim vortex, right? A, stop watching the news. I know people do not want to hear that right now because they think that they need to be informed. I promise you, if something, if there is an asteroid coming to the earth, somebody will let you know you do not need to watch the news you don't need it I promise you you will not miss anything except a bunch of negativity stop watching gossip stop reading gossip magazines the ones that talk about she's got a baby she doesn't have a baby and he's you know and he's just getting out of rehab or going into rehab You don't need to know all those stories. They are not adding any value to your life. They're entertaining because it makes you feel better about yourself. But the key is to feel better about yourself through other ways. Stop stop watching reality shows. Again, we want to see the people that lose their minds on reality shows because it makes us feel better about ourselves. Well, I would never do that. And as soon as you clear all that space, then you start bringing in the positivity space. You start watching Louise Hay, you start watching Abraham Hicks, you start watching Joe Dispenza. You start reading and following, you join groups like Mind Valley. You jo- you listen to podcasts and you watch shows and you read magazines that are all about positivity and you know what what goes in is what comes out and what goes in is who you become. And so those, I get it. You, they, you don't want to give those things up because they feel good. So does a cupcake. But, you know, you got to, <laughs> but it really is, you know, you can have it every now and again, but you can't live on it. And, and it is who you're going to become.
0: I, I, I love that so much. Again, some some consistent things I've heard each of you say is this concept of choice, right? We get to decide. You decide who you listen to. You decide what news you take in and what you don't. So guarding your ear gates uh, mm-hmm. There's a woman that I'm part of a program called Juicy Woman University. Her name is Debrina, Gandhi, uh, Debrina mm-hmm. Jackson-Gandy. I've had her on the show before. She's absolutely amazing. But her quote is, she talks about ear gates and your eye gates. You guard those, mm-hmm. guard them. But all of you are saying yes, yes, and yes. But then you also have to be intentional. So you watch what you put in. But you also are very intentional about filling those gaps, especially if you've, if you've felt negative energy. You have to feel it with positive energy. Everyone's nodding their head. Thoughts? Oh, oh, sorry. Um, before you say anything, um, Nathan, get ready to play that video. We're gonna play one of the videos. Um, so we're gonna play one of the video. Who's Gina? Dina Murdoch? Do you guys know her? Is she one Yeah, of the- that's
3: my sister. She's got the wrong link to okay. listen into your show. <laughs> okay.
0: So Gina, go to www. Eleven fifty. Hook her up, uh, Nathan. Give her, give her where to go. Uh, you handle. It. Thank you. Um, so, Nate, get ready to play the video from um, J.B. Owen. So we're all part of Ignite Happiness, this amazing book, and J.B. has this video. These are the types of things that she says. So as soon as she plays it, we're going to come back and talk about it. Nate, let and me know. My when advice, you, you ready. my
2: my advice to moms, by the way, yeah. is if you want better kids, be a better mom, and that doesn't mean be a better mom like no it's being a better self being a better you which means you know finding out who you are what are your stories what are the patterns that you're living um because honestly 99.100% uh, of their issues with kids are not about our
3: kids
4: they are Did you not, just
0: say hold yeah. on did you say 99.100% I did I did cuz i was like okay. well, let we're let not go. Getting, we're not we're not leaving this conversation yet either because i think it's really 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 important i don't have kids by choice because i knew I, I you know i was you know supporting my nieces and nephews growing up i was kind of you know helping others godchildren, etc it's a huge responsibility that's a good choice huge yeah. responsibility <laughs> right i knew that god had me lined up for something amazing um i also know what my capabilities are and honestly it just was not something that i thought these are my babies by the way i named them all <laughs> okay. these are it's my babies literally right they're beautiful so but for those people who are parents right we need as much help as we can get I know I know I know we do so tell us specifically your homeschooling summer's in you're going to be continuing to work from home your kids are going to likely be working you're going to probably have to homeschool them continually as well what advice would you share with parents on how to be better parents? Because you're basically saying start from within. No matter what's happening around you, you have to to, to, to do better. Be specific. What do you mean? Well, for,
2: and live high on low
0: expectations.
2: Honestly, lower your expectations. Like it's live just
0: high on low expectations. Hold on. I like that.
2: Well, like that. and let me explain that a little bit. Because, you know, yes, we all want to have goals and big dreams and big lives. Um, but suffering is the attachment to unmet expectations. And so if, and it's interesting, I was just with my niece yesterday and she, it's her senior year of high school. And she's like, I'm just so upset because I'm not gonna be having all those experiences. And I was like, what experiences? Like prom, <laughs> cause that sucked, so don't worry about it. And <laughs> and she doesn't even like stuff like that. So, you know, so what are the expectations that you have and I think the expectations as parents of, well, my, my child needs to learn you know, everything in third grade so they can go to fourth grade, so they can get into high school, so they can get into that college so that they can get that great job so that they can make the money so that they can be happy. And I am just of the mindset, well, I'm just gonna work to make them happy now. And then I'm just gonna get rid of all that stress. So, you know, I think that it doesn't mean that you don't want a good education for your kids. Absolutely, but your kids are learning every day. And right now if you're stressing about them not learning, that's what they're learning. I just made that up by the way. That was pretty good. That's anyway, really good. That's true. <laughs> that's so, true. you know what I mean? So so yeah, so I mean and then the the, the you know, uh, the number one thing uh, I've got like eight number one things, but this the next number one thing <laughs> is that you know, is that um accept the as is. You know, because again, if you're fighting against what is like, I need the school to open. I need my kids to go to school. I work and my husband works and I, yeah, it's hard, but you got to accept the as is because fighting that is what is causing you so much suffering. So accept mm-hmm. the as is. And then if you stop fighting, you allow for things to happen. Now there might be the neighbor that says, you know what, we're starting a little homeschool or it is. You're gonna figure it out. You're gonna figure it out. So, but you you can't figure it out when you're fighting so hard. You're you're pulling against a door that says push.
0: Wow, ladies. Okay, we got to break this down. Love <laughs> you, by the way. I'm loving all of this. This is so great. So we have um, 23 minutes left. So we're gonna start with your number one. Number one, <laughs> your yeah. number one A. You said live high on low expectations. Suffering is the attachment of unmet expectations. Now, the reason I love this so much is because Deepak Chopra, one of my most favorite people, uh, one of my favorite books by him is called the seven laws of spiritual success. And one of the laws that I was struggling with the most, and once I learned it, it was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. He calls it the law of detachment. So, you know, life is about being intentional, right? We're all goal-oriented. I've always been so mm-hmm. goal-oriented. But detaching from the outcome says that you also believe that good things are going to come to you in whatever package they're supposed to come to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like detaching from the outcome, that's basically live high on low expectations. Suffering is the attachment of unmet expectations, ladies. And, wait, detached, Rebecca, you're not a-
2: and detached to that um what you think it's supposed to look like it's supposed to look like they're in school okay yeah but it isn't so now what so now you can't get to the now what until you accept the as is and and that it just <clears throat> doesn't look like
0: what you thought it would and and then i love that in theory your third <laughs> one was basically being open to what is what are igniting the possibilities mm-hmm. to your point you have to accept current state mm-hmm. You know, in my, in my individual book, The Loving the Journey, Living the Dream, we have three ch- strategic principles as well. And, and I'm not going to talk about it right now, but basically it's aligned with that, right? We're talking about being present in the moment, doing what you're supposed to do to move forward, mm-hmm. but then celebrating the journey along the way. So, like, whatever happens, it was meant to happen. Yay! So, whatever I, that is. I right, want to throw it's in of
2: Yeah, Yeah. sorry, really quickly, because a lot of people, and I talk about detachment from um, expectations, but also detaching from things. Your life will 100% change when you detach from needing things, and needing more stuff, and buying more stuff. And I, I, you know, it's, it's, that is a huge, and then when you don't need all that stuff, you don't need all that money. And if you don't need all that money, then you don't need that job that you're dying in. So, just
0: throwing that out there i love that i'm sorry a hummingbird got so close to my ear i thought i was freaking out they actually hum by the way <laughs> so the fact that i have this thing this flower like right here i just freaked out for a moment <laughs> actually, it's all good I'm, I'm better now okay rebecca you were nodding your head both rebecca you and tracy were both nodding your head uh this concept of living high on low expectations or, or detaching from the outcome accepting reality as it is Tell us about why that's so important for us to ignite happiness and really ignite possibilities. Well, everything Stacy said, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. I've done the
1: work. We've all come back to what she just said, which was about things. Um, And things come with energy and, and it clutters your brain and it clutters your house. Like she's right. Like the less things you can have that actually will lend itself to being happier. Right. Um, So I I was like, yes, yes, yes. But um, I think a key, um, and this is something that I've really learned and gotten better at as I used to be a doer. And so I was always doing, 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 and the next thing and this thing and that thing and very driven, right? And then that would be, ha- I'd be happy if I did this thing, right? And I learned to be a beer. So now I, I call myself, I'm, I'm not a doer. I'm a, I'm being, capital B, capital E. I'm being versus doing. So instead of worrying about what you're doing and what's going to happen, you, you're just, you're being in the present, and, you're, uh-uh. and what is happening right now? And what's happening right now is good, right? Rarely are we in a situation where we're in danger right now or there's something fearful right now, right? And so uh-uh. it's, it's being versus doing.
0: Mm, I love that. I happen to have my story right before me. So I'm going to read you a couple of quick little lines because- What I loved about this is, again, this story wrote itself. My life is what it is, right? And I really was happy along the way. I really knew to tap into my core values. I always, since I was a child, tapped into these bigger than me moments. I was a little happier than probably I needed to be based on my current, my situation, right? But I knew that being happy was just kind of like my choice. So this is what I wrote here. This is the very end, the last paragraph before my Ignite Action steps. I said that this was the moment when I realized that happiness is not really a choice. It's a state of being. We can just be, capital B-E, happy. No matter what is happening around us, we don't have to choose it. Happiness has already chosen us. We just have to take down the walls and open up our hearts. The process of receiving the power of happiness simply requires us to pause and accept it, expect it, and let it wash over us, let it in do nothing, and in that nothingness is your bliss. Happiness awaits you, awaken to the infinite possibilities. The fact that we're all talking about being happy, just being, Mm -hmm. Tracy, what are your thoughts about being? Not doing, but being. Not saying that there aren't actions necessary but we're saying the first step, Tracy. Stacy, I heard you say this in another call as well. The mm-hmm. first step is the being. But take, Tracy, what are your what are your thoughts about the being over you know, the doing?
3: The being over the doing is about coming into ownership. Uh, and when we are doing stuff, when we need stuff, more stuff, want stuff, whether it's that we need approval from other people, whether we need to watch that show that's mind-numbingly, soul-destroyingly, life-killing. Uh, Whether we're watching those shows, whether we're listening to the news, whether we're buying the new car, buying the new handbag, all of those things are a replacement for something else. They're a diversion. Mm -hmm. And psychologically, absolutely. Psychologically speaking, what happens is that when we don't connect with people, when we don't accept our own happiness, when we don't connect with people, we form connections with other things. And we keep on seeking more and more because it's an addiction. Uh, it You need a constant top-up. So you keep finding those things. And this is how people become addicted to drugs, how they become addicted to alcohol, how they become addicted to shopping and shopping. sugar. Everything. And all of these things are a replacement for the connections that have let us down. You so know, I love that. It's yes, about I'm realizing sorry. that, that's okay, my love. It's about realizing that I can form connections that are healthy for me, that are good for me. Those other things are not real connections. Mm, And it's about taking ownership.
0: I love that. So tell us more about this ownership thing, right? I I, I know what it means, but I wanna break it down just a little bit. Um, If someone's not happy and you're telling them to own their happiness, are you saying that they can just be happy?
3: No, I'm saying own the choice first. So find what the choice is. So it's about identifying, first of all, what is making me unhappy. You got to first of all, realize what that is. And we can stay, for example, in jobs or in relationships way too long. And we can't blame other people for that. But we stay spiraling in an unhealthy situation. And most of us have done this at some point but i've got to take the ownership of that as well that if i stay in a bad situation i can't expect anything better to come out of it it's not going to magically shift and change unless i change something
0: there are many times
3: you can try and bring a change about something but is it a a sticking plaster or is it a real change
0: I love it. So Nate, I'm Nathan, I'm going to have you play the, love this, love this. We're going to play a video by the person who brought us all together, Mrs. J.B. Mm-hmm. Owen, mm-hmm. magical, wonderful, super awesome J.B. I'm going to have you play that video real quick and then we're going to come back because basically everything we've talked about today, these choices, these possibilities, our ability to ignite happiness and ignite the possibilities. in the video. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about what we can all do to ignite happiness.
4: A lot of the conversations we've been having lately aren't so positive they're not making us feel good and in fact we're a little bit shaky on what the future looks like it's time we started a new conversation we shifted things into what's possible what's possible for us what are we capable of what can we do on the planet to make this a better place to live for everyone Peace is possible, inclusion is possible, ending world hunger is possible, and it's time we started focusing on that. Our individual dreams are possible, anything we wanna acquire is possible, where we wanna go is possible, what we aspire for is possible, and we need to start talking about that. Ignite possibilities in you. Ignite the idea that you can do anything you dream of. In fact, incredible is just waiting for you and it's all possible. It's possible for you to have what you want. It's possible for you to have love in your life, joy in your step, excitement in your day. All those things are possible. Big things are possible. Amazing things are possible. Loving things are possible. All the things we want are possible and that's what we need to focus on. We need to focus on what's possible in possibilities. Igniting possibilities on the planet is the idea that we can have a better life. We can go after everything we aspire for and it's just waiting for us, waiting to happen, wanting to happen. Our dreams are ready, ready to become a reality in our lives and we just have to start talking about that. Talking about what's possible because you know what? Anything and everything is possible.
0: Woo! Oh, That's my That's good. Okay, ladies. So we So we're, we're going to transition the conversation as we continue to talk about Ignite Happiness. Let's focus on igniting possibilities. So basically, happiness is possible. Right? Happiness Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. How amazing is that? Like, how often do you guys think about what's possible in your life are you happy because you know all the
3: time can can I just give a great line which is so so true and it's something that I share with a lot of people and it's that everything that you want is available to you everything you want is available to you doesn't always mean it's easy it just depends on are you willing to take the steps put the work in to make it happen and if you're not willing to put the work in to make it happen then maybe you don't want it but everything that you want is available to you
2: that reminds me of my favorite quote by zig ziglar because all of this is a practice right we you you just have to practice it you know don't think after one week of a gratitude journal that this is it (laughs) you know you gotta do you're not gonna be
0: happy in one week is that what you telling (laughs) me you know what
2: it, it will be working on the inside. You just won't, maybe won't see it right away. Um, but Zig Ziglar says, people say motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing, which is why we recommend it daily.
0: I love that. I love that. I love it. Rebecca, you're nodding your head. Tell us why. Why is everything possible? Why do you believe that?
1: Because of my own life, like I really believe everything is possible. And and I also believe that it does take work. Uh, I think that's the part that we forget. <laughs> we just want to, um, uh, you know, uh, think it into being, but there's like, you have to take steps. And part of it is this, I really truly believe in this. If you have a fear about something, and you see other people achieving it or doing it, but you're afraid, that is a limiting belief you have. And the just step through it. If you step through fear, there's so much stuff on the other side, so much magic, so much possibility. And fear to me is whenever I feel afraid, I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. If I feel afraid, I'm doing it. Because I know on the other side, it's something amazing. And I have so many times in my life, like stepped through that scary thing, you know? And so like, that is your, that to me, if you feel fearful, then you should be doing it.
0: I, I, I 100% agree. I feel like the most powerful woman in the world right now because literally over the last three years, every fear, let me be clear to you ladies, to know there's not one fear that has not come true in my life. Even this most beautiful garden, we moved here in February, but all my plants were in pots. So these are like perennials where so they just come back every year, which is pretty cool. So even in this most beautiful garden, let me just tell you, one of the things that I hate the most are freaking snakes and rats. <laughs> I have apple trees and cherry trees and apparently my neighbors have gardens and they feed the birds. There's a freaking outdoor tree rats in, my, in, the, in the neighborhood in Bellevue of all places. Yikes, yikes, do you understand? Like yikes, <laughs> greatest fear. I saw, like, literally, I saw one running it. There were a few weeks when I didn't come outside, I, I have to admit. <laughs> when I saw for the first time, I spoke to my neighbors. I'm like, what the? Oh, you mean the big one? Yes, the big one. What What are you people doing? So when I say my greatest fears, down to, again, getting getting fired. Happiest day of my life. I grew up poor, so all I knew was to. I did really well in school. I was a straight-A student. I was gifted and smart and all these wonderful things. 25 years in corporate America, eight years at IBM, 14 years at Disney, my last five at Microsoft. Very successful, very happy. But I knew when you see things that are like injustices occurring and you're able to fight the fight, I was actually willing to risk what I thought was my, I don't know, livelihood, this success factor, right? Mm-hmm. Going from, you know, being a girl from the hood and working at these, in, these, in corporate America. I, I mean, I lived, I worked in Brisbane. Mexico City and Rio, Brazil, living on the beach. So I've been very, very blessed and grateful. But I was willing to fight the fight. I was willing to do the work to face my greatest fear, which is homelessness, basically, Mm -hmm. without a job. But I got to tell you, on the other side of that is such peace because you know you've done the right thing. Right there's such joy. I'm continuing to fight the fight for others and for myself because it's like we can make a difference. When she said inclusion is possible, I believe that. So we started this initiative. It's called the uh, Bigger Than Me Success Series, achieving racial equity and inclusion in business, education, wealth, and health. We have six sessions that are happening. One on seven seven, which we just had, which was amazing. There's one on eight eight, nine nine, ten ten, eleven eleven, and twelve twelve of 2020. Keeping the dates very simple. National initiative. Absolutely amazing, and we're having the conversations. We're continuing to deliver, not just conversations, we're also delivering increasing increasing accountability, helping with learning and growing in a loving environment, right? It, it's really about how do we help people to grow? And everyone wants it. I mean, every business that's more, that's, that has achieved racial equity and inclusion, diversity is one of those things where all the research says that you're more successful when you have that particular trait in a business, in a leadership team. And so we know it to be true. So I'm just putting it out there that I face my greatest fears and I'm on the other side and feel so, so, so happy. I'm sitting in a garden. I'm up on a stool. I do have to admit, I spent about $600 on some ultrasonic things to keep rodents away. (laughs) I have, I have a thousand cherries, cherry blossoms on the ground. So they're, they're here. They apples, apple trees. So perhaps there's some right around me, but did that stop me from like loving the journey while living the dream? So my Exactly what you said, Rebecca. Face every fear head on. Because on the other mm-hmm. side of it is some type of mm-hmm. superwomanhood, basically, right? We got five minutes, ladies. I'm going to ask you to end this show very similar to what we did before. I want you to actually help individuals. What is your next lesson learned? What is the next thing that you would tell people who are trying to ignite happiness, actually ignite their possibilities? What advice would you share? And Whoever wants to go first.
1: I would say choose you. Choose yourself. Choose yourself. And I tell, think me, as more, women, tell me more. Yeah, I think Thanks. as women, we don't choose ourselves first. You know, um, it's almost maybe our culture or maybe, you know, the, the genetics, but we, we, we don't choose ourselves first and that's conditioning. What think about. Yeah. Choose you. You're worthy. Choose you. Oh,
0: I love that three minutes left. Ladies. Uh, Tracy Stone, any any thoughts?
3: Yeah, some parting thoughts are, again, just to remind you that everything that you want is available to you. It's a choice. And even in those darkest moments, it's finding what is my choice. Is my choice that I choose to do something about it? I choose to do, be, go, have something different. But then maybe remind yourself the words of the very wonderful Will Smith, I know I'm maybe not quoting (laughs) some of the greats, but he's great to me. And what he said that really struck me is on the other side of your maximum fear are all of the best things in life. Mm
0: -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. about being
3: willing to take those steps. It's about taking the action, about choosing it and taking action.
0: Say that one more time. Will Smith. Yeah. On the other side of your maximum fear.
3: Yep. Are all the best things in life.
0: Um, I love that, Miss Stacy. Take us home, darling. Clear That's out
2: the, the p- clutter. Clear <laughs> out the clutter. I'm telling you, in your mental clutter, physical clutter, make space. Make space. Um, make space for the positivity, and you know, stop watching the news. Stop. Get get rid of. Um, you know, all that space that you put negativity into, whether it's your own, like fighting against something or listening to other people fight or listening to other people, just know that if you replace all that with positivity, it will make a difference on a cellular level of your body and your brain. It's not just mumbo jumbo, it's mm-hmm. been researched, it's scientifically mm-hmm. proven, yep. like it will change you. Mm-hmm. So start now, cause it takes a while, so mm-hmm. get
0: going. <laughs> and I love that. We're going to end with our last one minute, ladies. It's work. So it's possible. Igniting happiness is doable. We're all doing it. We, we have tons of recommendations on what to do. But I think the final word around the work, it's work. And the one thing we're going to tell people to do, rapid fire, 10 seconds. What are you telling people to do, Stacy? Tracy, Stacy first. Meditate. Meditate. Tracy? It's, Tracy. it's a muscle. Work it. All right. Rebecca.
1: And be consistent. Consistent. That means daily.
0: Mm, ladies, this has been an amazing, <laughs> amazing experience. <laughs> we will continue to do this again. Thank I just wanted you. to say thank you to each of you. Yeah,
3: thank you. Thank you.
0: Ignite thank you. happiness. Ignite oh. all of our possibilities. This is awesome. This is Tracy and Remember, it's bigger than me, baby. Oh,
3: that's fun. <laughs> Thanks so much. Have a super fun. <laughs> <happy. laughs>